Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is How Do You Love Me? And today is Taco t- No, sir. Today is Freestyle Friday. Q. Yes. You ready? Of course I am. Let's get it done. So, uh, Freestyle Friday, you already know, we're talking about random stuff that you may or may not want to hear. But y'all gonna learn today. Today's episode is Freestyle Friday. So we're going to start off with a little cute tip. Mm. So I'm going to call my relationship tips for you guys. Ladies, if you're not a cook like me, my tip for you today is to try something easy. Sounds simple. It is. Mm -hmm. We're just going to keep it simple like that. If you're not a cook, try something easy. This week, we tried some like hamburger helper type stuff. And I made some Velveeta um, cheesy skillets. Y'all, they were the bomb. Trey, what'd you think? It was pretty good right there. It was, it was real good. good. Yeah, we ate them. Like, I made one every day because, you know, we ate it for dinner. Ate it for lunch the next day. I made three different kind, or at least we've tried three different kind. Like, and they were pretty I good. I thought you made two. Yeah, I but made yeah. two, but yeah. I made three total. Anyways, Trey was pretty happy with it. You know what? My little confidence is boosted. Every time I get a yes or a good job... It gives me the confidence to be able to cook something else. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like I've ever, like, girl, this was nasty. No, you ain't never said girl, that. Girl, this is disgusting. No, but no, if I don't that. get a completely positive, no, it ain't gotta sometimes be like that, I though. won't ever cook it again. You know that. I mean, if if I bring something in there and you like, eh, it was all right, a little, a little salty or something like that, I'm like, all right, I ain't doing that again. So, men, on your end... My Q-tip for you is, if you want your significant other to cook for you, try appreciating what she cooks for you, you know, what she's able to do, and encourage them, okay? Just like Trey said, what do you think? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. And, I mean, if the man knows how to cook, then just cook as well. Yeah, Like, that's that's also an option. It is. Like, you know, a a lot of guys today, that seems like it might be a, you know, a prerequisite. It is. It's um, a lot of pressure. But. Because, you know, you coming from your mama house and you feel like, well, my mama made, you know, whatever, spaghetti or she was good with, you know, fried chicken. And you come over here with these expectations and I can't meet them because. Well, you did, you said spaghetti. Well, first off, man, if you if you're not married <laughs> yet, don't trust no new girl with no spaghetti. Who taught you that? Dom Kennedy. And what did he say? Yeah, he said, don't trust no new girl with spaghetti. Now, okay. so make sure that's family. Keep that in the family until, until you marry her. Yeah. But anyway, no, seriously, though, like, I really would. I, I don't mind. I know some guys do. If you mind that much, have her go to your mom's house or her mom's house and you know learn a little bit that's a lot of pressure if she's okay with that that's a lot of pressure for i mean because because then i mean first of all i gotta i mean it's pride first of all that's that's what it is okay for me to have to go to your mama and say mama please teach me how to cook such and so and so 
I mean, I could just, if you had a bad mother-in-law, I don't have a bad mother-in-law. So I don't feel like it would be a, you know, knock against me. But for some people, that's hard to do. Like, you know. I, I could see that then. I Look, if you, like your husband, mm-hmm. if that's like one of his things, sometimes you got to bite the bullet on some stuff. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, well, what's like, thing... What's one thing that you wish I would learn how to cook from your mama? Or is there any one thing like, man, my mama makes the best corn. Uh, or I love your mama's smothered pork chops, but we can't be eating on that every no, day. No, that and to be honest, that's those were gonna be my words. Like the stuff that my mom eat, I mean, like that they made when mm-hmm. I was growing up. I can't be eating that all the time, knowing what I know now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's good. Though. I just yeah, it is That's good. My I know whenever I want a treat, I'm like, you gotta make me those pork chops. Look, it's good sparingly, but yeah, I can't be eating all that all the time. I like her baked beans. Oh, her beans. what else? I mean, cabbage. That, I love oh, cabbage, okay. and that's probably the easiest thing ever. You know, I or that cake. Oh that yeah, that's that new. That's new thing. though. I never got that growing Man. up. My little brother is he winning right now because mm-hmm. I didn't get none of that growing <laughs> up. But I'm getting it now, so it's pretty good. All right, well, let's move on to the next topic, y'all. So this week we watched an interview that Quavo, not an interview, but it was a video where Quavo and Sweetie, I think that's how you say her name, or is it Sweetie? I thought it was Sweetie. Okay, well, there you go. Sweetie did a couples quiz with GQ Magazine. So I like the two of them together. I think they look really cute. And Trey, what would you say about Quavo in this video? No, I said it was. it's funny because you see him, and for those of y'all who don't know who that is, he's a rapper. And then she's a, is she a rapper yeah, and she's R&B? Rapper too. Okay, she's a rapper as well. But if you see him like anywhere else outside of this, you know, he got the full grill with the diamonds in it, chains everywhere, you know, skinny jeans. But in this GQ magazine, I don't know if it was GQ that hooked him up or, if you it know, was him or... I, it, it could be a mixture of his girl and yeah. and where they were. But he had on a nice suit. He didn't have on like none of his grills. Mm-hmm. Uh, dreads was down. You know, he looked like clean. He was yeah. nice and clean. I was like. Uh, no, you said it. No, you, I did. Yeah, I said, you say? that's what happens when you get a good woman. Facts. And I don't know her personally. I don't know him personally. So I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Seems but like I know happy. that when you get with a woman who requires high state, like, you know, she has high standards. Mm-hmm. She requires, if you're going to look a certain way, you're going to treat her a certain way. She'll change you. Yeah. And, and it would. And it does make sense because, like, I've seen her in some other stuff, like mm-hmm. Vogue. And so yeah. I think she's on that, you yeah. know, that fashion side anyway. So she probably ain't having it. You ain't no. going out the house looking at me, looking uh, like that with me. Right, because you represent me like we yeah. said in the last episode. Yeah. But, no, in the comments, man, y'all be clowning people in the comments. So I shared one of the comments that they posted <laughs> on Instagram in my stories. And somebody said, Quavo looked like a whole human. Without his glasses on. And I almost died because what does he look like at other times with his glasses on? Probably probably an alien. I mean, to me, Quavo's not attractive. (laughs) He's not attractive to me. He looks like, well, I ain't going to talk about the man, but he ain't my cup of tea. Uh But, and then somebody else made a comment that you never, like you never hear about the two of them. You know, or Quavo cheating on Saweetie like you do Offset and Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think he 
he done been. I mean, it's just too many times to count yeah, at this point. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but either way, I really enjoyed this video. It really like made me like the two of them. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've seen same. them before, but I never really paid attention. But just hearing the the way that they interact with one another and how he talks about her, and you know, it's just cute. And I like to see stuff. couples. He knew his stuff. He got a solid B plus. He did. If you look at that number, what was he it? Forty some out of thirty. It was forty some. She was cheating for him. 40 she was like, you know, she was giving him hints and stuff. But he got it a was solid cute. B plus. It was cute. It wasn't like they didn't know each other. It was really cute. And it looks like they hype each other up. You know, they support each other. They know, mm-hmm. you know, because he knew some of her old stuff. And, you know, she got a, you know, favorite song of his. I was like, okay, this cute. On to the next thing. So, y'all, I've been listening to so many books on Audible. And this one that I'm reading right now is Kevin Hart's book. It's called I Can't Make This Up. So this is only available on Audible. Kevin Hart is narrating the book. It is like a book that kind of like goes through his whole life, but it also tells about his father, his family. And I know his father's a part of his family, but his father was a part that stuck out for me because his dad was (laughs) on drugs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if anybody has family that's on drugs, you know, stories. Yes, there are plenty (laughs) of stories you could probably tell about that one family member. But he makes light of the situations. You know what I'm saying? He, he turns it into comedy. So it's kind of like watching his stand-ups. But it's in book form. And you get to hear about his childhood and how he got to be, you know, where he is now. So mm-hmm. these are all life lessons that he's learned. So if you'd like to, you know, go listen to it, I'm pretty sure you'd enjoy it. I let my mother-in-law hear it a couple weeks ago. We were in here cracking up. <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to keep that one on standby because... Whenever I'm having a bad day, that book right there can put me in a good mood. Yeah, especially the the like the audio version of it. That's that's why I like Audible because depending on who they have narrated, yeah. which that particular book it's him. Right. So y'all know how he sounds and how he, you know, he's mm-hmm. a character. So it really brings out it really brings the book to life. Yeah. Um, Cuz I couldn't imagine anybody else reading his book. Like when I read Michael Todd's book, I was kind of expecting for him to read the book because only he talks like mm-hmm. like he does. But they had this other guy read the book, which I've heard him read other books, but it just didn't come off the same way. So the fact that Kevin Hart is narrating the book just made it that more enjoyable. And I can just zone out and listen to it. And I think it was about 10 hours long. So this is a pretty good yeah, book a, for you to listen chat. to for days and days. Or you can just uh, knock it all out in one day. Big time, you know, and, you know, I read it. I read that one probably I think it's probably been a year now It when it first came out and Q didn't tell y'all wrong. This book is great. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and listen to it if you have a chance. Also, you already know you can always go and get that free book from Audible. All you have to do is go to hdylmbook.com and sign up. And if you decide not to, you know keep going on after that they're gonna let you keep the book as well yeah before you know forever yeah so. audible is pretty good like that i remember years ago when audible first started i had you know this i wanted there was this book i wanted to read but i didn't want to pay the money because mm-hmm. i was broke mm-hmm. <laughs> i was broke and i also didn't have a card like you know i was yeah. like in high school slash you know i was transitioning basically mm-hmm. so i had like this little visa gift card i put that on file so i could get the book and when I was done, 
I was shocked to find out that they still let me keep it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's still on one of my iPod in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's one of the old ones. So, oh, yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, if you want to check it out or any other book, just go to hdylmbook.com. All right? So, what we got um, next? Man, so, I, another thing. Look, y'all, if y'all not following me on Instagram, go do it. I don't post very much on my actual page, like my feed. But I do post quite a bit on my story, like sharing little stuff I find to be funny or occasionally I'll put my face on there, but I'm not wanting to be in front of the camera. So this week I have found a post that says something about generational, generational. I'm struggling today. <laughs> Anyways, it was, it said something of the fact, like it ran in my family until it ran into me. Okay. Mm. I thought that was so powerful. Was I think good. I'm probably gonna put that on a t-shirt because I can, I can name on like well just one hand how many things that i was told we just do that because that's the way it's always been done Mm -hmm. or you know that's that's just the way my mama did it so i just did it and you know that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. trey uh what's one generational curse you'd like to break in your life i mean to be honest we we are we already started it on a couple but it's just not even just like just from family, but well, yeah, I say like money management because we don't really like, we know we're supposed to save and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. my my parents, they always said that, but I just didn't know like, okay, well how much, Mm -hmm. you know, like numbers. Yeah. Um, because if you don't, if you don't know, then you think anything is okay. Right. And then you, in the end of life, you know, you come up short and that's how you have people who, or, you know, 80, you know, 75, 80 years old and still have to work. Right. But it's because they didn't have a specific number. So for sure, you know, finding out those numbers, which hopefully uh, we'll get one of our great friends on here to yes. um, talk about those numbers and finding that out as well. In a, in, you know, in a couple of weeks or so, maybe. But so, you know, money management and then like health awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean? Like, like. You know how you hear stuff, and I'm just talking about in the black community in general. Like you're like, well, that just runs in our family. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, oh, you mean like high blood pressure? Yeah, high blood pressure, cancer, you know, yeah, diabetes, just different stuff. Yeah, yeah diabetes, all that stuff. For and, sure. and really, you know, when you look at like the studies and stuff, it's really well, it ran in your family because everybody ate the same stuff. Right. right. So like, if all of y'all are eating the same things. Then yeah, it, it you know if everything the has are a higher. yes, all y'all gonna have the same yeah. stuff. So just being aware of those things and and changing that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah I mean, I, and, and those two for me stick out. It all starts with I mean, all it takes is one person to make the change. So I'm really hoping that we could break that because money management is definitely something that I mean I don't know too much about, but I would like to you know stop the curse of you know broke family members you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like not not just mean like poor but i just mean like a check to check mentality a you know constantly trying to make it to the next thing kind of you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and it, i mean it's because that's like the one thing like the one thing in life that does not come with instructions mm-hmm. that's your paycheck yeah and so if you don't really like take the time to really learn how money works 
it's gonna work you <laughs> okay and that's the thing i don't want to work hard all yeah, my life like yeah. i'm sick of working right now i want to sit down somewhere yeah. already so i'd love to figure out some ways to make my life a little easier in that aspect for me um uh, the one generational curse i've always wanted to break or was the most important for me which i feel like i'm on the right path for that you can tell me if i'm not <laughs> is abuse I definitely want to put it into the generational curse of abuse. I have no idea how it even got started, but I just remember being told, you know, I'd asked the question, why are you with this person? And someone in my family had told me, well, that was what I saw. That mm-hmm. was what my mom went through. That's what her mom went through. And so, you know, I just figured, you know, that's what love is. And I'm like, how, how, I don't. I don't see that. Yeah, I mean that one. That one is is real tough, like psychologically. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. You watch you watch some of those shows who show like you know abuse and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and you know it's almost like there's some fear, but then there's also a, uh, some kind of way there's comfort. Yeah, you because what well, I feel like the the people who I've heard say that the men that they're normally with who are abusing them they they feel like in a way that they're taking care of them and that like you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying there's some some way that they feel like you know they feel guilt but also that i'm i'm doing what i can and it it's i'm trying to help him get better yeah you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. he does this but he doesn't do it all the time so i'm trying to help him get better yeah and I, i mean and just being real honest here you know, I've seen, I've heard it. I haven't been in the same exact, like, spot with my eyes, but I've heard it from another room. You know, my real dad, mm-hmm. my real dad, he, yeah, he has done it. Now, it wasn't to my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's yeah. ever done that with my mom, but, you know, to other women, I have heard it from another room. Yeah. But that's just something that I never really, never really wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. For me personally, mm-hmm. plus I don't even think I would look right trying to slap some. You know, well, first of all, if you even woman, raise your hand at me, you ain't doing. Yes, you, you already know I'm gonna do something to you. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't, I no, I'm good. No. I am good, and that's that's why I want to break that curse because I'm just not gonna take it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be that submissive. Okay, there's a level, and that one ain't on it for me. Well, you know how I feel. Like, <laughs> there's other ways yeah. to to get, get respect. Yeah. And that's, that's not one. That's what it's all about. That's not one. You got to give it to get it. You got to give it to get it. Yeah. All right, y'all. So my gripe for this week, because I had one a couple weeks ago. I have another one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I hear this all the time. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it on this podcast in case you ever meet me in real life. <laughs> all right y'all so i just graduated and i'm gonna be a first year teacher in a couple weeks right y'all i'm terrified up. i'm nervous not terrified but nervous because it's a new thing for me but the thing that makes me upset is that when i tell people i want to be a teacher instead of them going oh okay you know that's cool congratulations whatever instead they go "Ooh, why would you want to do that you know why don't you want to be a nurse? You know they don't get paid any money. Mm-hmm. You want to play with kids all day? And they say nurse because you're already well, in because, the medical yeah, field that, as well. That was where I started. Mm-hmm. I started off 
wanting to be a nurse. Like I got into the scholarship program. I was on my way. They was going to pay for me to go to school. I was working as a, a patient care tech right underneath the nurses. I was right there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The thing that stopped me, it didn't look like I thought it did. Right. Okay. I thought I was going to have this satisfaction. You know, before you actually get into a field, you think I'm going to change the world. I'm going to help so many people and I'm going to make a positive impact. Well, when I got in there, you know, there was none of that. I mean, there were some, but to me, I felt more worn down than I did. Like I was doing good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the nurses always felt wore. Like, you know, they, they were worn out. I just didn't feel like it was going to be a happy place for me. And for me, I would rather be happy than paid. Right. I know that sounds crazy to some people. I prefer my, I, I want happiness over money because I, I can deal with being broke if I'm happy. But if I'm paid and I'm unhappy, then what? Then what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works for me. So when I figured out that I would like to become a teacher and I actually subbed and I, you know, I got that, that fulfillment that I needed as a teacher, I decided to go full force into teaching. You know what I'm saying? I changed my major. I changed, I started working overnight. Mm-hmm. I went to school, got my degree, but it just makes me really upset when people um, say things to me, like, why do you want to become a teacher as if teaching is a low rate job? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't go to college to get my degree or, you know, what I'm saying like just anybody could be a teacher. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and a lot of for a lot of people, it's uh, it's almost like you, they will get caught up in that same thing and mm-hmm. switch back to being a nurse. It really boils down to what do you really want out of right. your life? And whatever anybody else says, if it's not like in alignment with what you where mm-hmm. you trying to go or where you see for your life, then you just got to take that with a grain of salt and keep it moving. You know, right. I can remember even in like like the, the like the pharmacy side for me, mm-hmm. I, I originally wanted to be like a pharmacist. Yeah. Right. But when I started as a technician and I was actually there at CVS grinding, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would see like I'll always tell this story because it had a huge impact on me. For me, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I want in family and what mm-hmm. I wanted down the road. Right. So the one of the pharmacists that I worked with his. Yeah. I mean, they make a boatload of money. Right. But he never saw his son. Mm-hmm. So literally it would be. When I would come in the morning, you know, he would be in there. But because he lived so far out, you know, making big money. Right. You live out, I think you told you know? me he was making like $100 an hour or something like that. Uh, man, they, they was making some some crazy money. Yeah. But Trey um, was making $9 an hour. Big time. <laughs> like, no cap. I was. And it was slaving. loving it. Yeah, it was loving it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was out there at Best Buy, too, though. So. Oh, yeah. He had yeah, two I was, jobs. Yeah. I got two jobs. <laughs> No. So he, you know, he he lived so far that he would have to leave, you Mm -hmm. know, extremely early to get there. So it was a situation. Basically, they work like 14 or 16 hours, hour days anyway. Like five days a week, too. Yeah. yeah. So because their salary. 
But, uh, you know, he would wait. He would his son would call him while he, like while he was while it was morning time. Mm-hmm. You know, we were light, but his son would call then so that he could talk with him before he went to school. And then by the time he made it home. Right. Mm-hmm. The son was already in the bed. So the only times he really got to spend with him was on the weekend. Right. And again, it, it boiled back to, you know, did I want that for my life? Right. Not really. Right. Now, did I did I get to see other pharmacists who didn't have to work that long at another place? Mm-hmm. Yes. But ultimately i knew what came with it right because that's where you have to be yeah to you know so it wasn't what i wanted i switched up Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people who because their family members said something or because you know they're uh looking at what society will say about them right they'll make these decisions that they have to deal with for for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And they might not be happy. Or until it clicks. I'm like, wait. I know. Who am I really doing this for? Right. But and then that's, you that's spend so was. much time. Yeah. That's where I was. Because yeah. I was just like, well, I didn't know what I wanted to be. <laughs> that's a funny story. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated. Um, I was like, I graduated number nine in our class. Mm-hmm. But before I mean, I had no idea what I was going to do. Actually, because I had no idea, I was going to actually join the military. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'll just go work somewhere. I you was going to be out of there, too. Yeah, he was going to be gone. But so <laughs> the only reason why I decided to do nursing was because one of my counselors came to me and was like, hey, you have a really good GPA. You got extracurricular activities. You know, I really think you should consider being a nurse. And so... I went to this little seminar where they told us about the program. I got into it and I was like, oh, I guess this is about to be my my career. Mm-hmm. But I originally wanted to work in a cubicle, y'all. <laughs> my mama and everybody in my family worked at customer service, so I couldn't wait to the day when I got my little square. That's funny. It's funny how experience, you know, will... It shaped me. Will shape that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will direct you yeah, in Yeah, it was like ways. all I knew. Yeah. All I knew, I was just... And, you know, it's funny, I had quit my job. Sorry, I'm going on a little tangent. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I had quit my job at the hospital in 2015. I, I'm, I was doing the same thing I'm doing right now. I quit my job in 2015 to actually go work in a call center because I felt like. You wanted to wear clothes. I wanted to wear clothes, but I also wanted to try it out because, remember, that was what I thought I was going to do when I graduated. Mm. So I was like. This ain't what I want to be doing up here at this hospital. Let me go try something else. And that cubicle was calling my name, y'all. I was so excited when I got there. Let me tell you, though, it wasn't for me either. Uh. (laughs) It was not for me. (laughs) I got in there and figured that out real quick. But guess what? My old job wouldn't take me back. (laughs) Somebody had already took my spot. (laughs) So you had to go around to get back. Oh, yeah. It took me 10 months to get back there. And I couldn't even go straight back there. I had to get another job. Mm in the hospital and then wait six months to get back to the job that I originally started in. So, yeah, but the, and what I like the, the thing for me too, is that you got to learn that though. Yeah. So for, for me, you know, times have changed from where you just have one job for like 60 years Mm -hmm. and then you retire. That's not, you know, Nobody's doing that anymore, even mm-hmm. our parents. So it went from one job with our grandparents. Our parents maybe had four or mm-hmm. five, 
And now we, you know, we might go through 10 or 12 yeah. before you find something. What I, what I actually wrote it down the other day, someone said, you know, in your 20s, try everything you yeah, can. I've heard that. You know, in your 30s, find that thing. And then your 40s really hone down that skill and get, you know, and that, to me, that made sense. By the time you get 40, now you got 20 years, what, mm-hmm. 60, 65, you got 20, 25 years to get in there, become great, get your money, you know. Be a leader. Yeah. And, but the thing is, you tried all the stuff in your 20s. So now there's no regrets on the table. Right. For me, that's one of the biggest things. I don't want to regret, you know, not taking uh, the chance on something or whatever the case may right. be if it's really that strong and you know in my heart in right. there so yeah that's that's one thing there so moving on yes all right <laughs> let's do it all right y'all we're about to have a roll call so i don't even know what this means we're about call. to have a well, roll you know, like call like when you take attendance in school what did no? you really oh my god <laughs> y'all so Anyways, we have listeners from 10 different countries right now listening to our podcast. Welcome. Yo, this is crazy. I can't even believe this. We What, what episode are we on? Eight? Yeah, I think so. I can't I can't wait to see where this thing goes. We have people in, you know, of course, USA, Germany, India, UK, Malaysia, South Africa, Brazil, the Philippines, uh, what, Philippines, mm-hmm. Canada. And then there's a somewhere that they just said unknown. I don't know how they get it. I know. It. They, like, they got all right. it. They on the map, but they unknown. It don't matter. Um, we appreciate you for listening and, sure and taking the time out. That's that's uh, amazing to me. I can't even believe that. So I can't wait till we, you know, add another zero behind that ten. Okay. That would be amazing. But anyway, just on want to say to- thank you. We're gonna move on. Move on. All right. On to the next one. So have you guys heard of the Pluto TV app? Mm. I bet y'all haven't because y'all right still in cable. Mm. Quit stealing cable. <laughs> Quit it. Okay. The yeah, Pluto app is totally free, y'all. Sorry, Pluto TV app is totally free, y'all. It has a menu on the screen that you can search through. They play TV shows all day. They have real channels that play current shows. And they even have an on-demand section. So they do play, like they have news channels, they have music channels, entertainment, sports, movies. Cartoons. Cartoons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have it all. So if you're still in cable, get the Pluto TV app, okay? Yeah, you don't have to do that. You don't got to do that. And it's crazy. It's it's the same company that, that just fired Nick Cannon. Who's that? Viacom. <laughs> it's made by Viacom, so it's legit. They own everything. Mm. So they, you know, they they gave up some of the channels for free. Yeah. Of course, you got to look at some ads, but yeah, but they're, they're not, not as, bad. Yeah, it's not as bad as uh, Hulu. Hulu, Hulu ads. Yeah. Ooh. They be trying to. Yeah, you can go put gas in your car. Like yeah. uh, Hulu got Man. their ad running. <laughs> yeah, but so they're not that bad. But it, it's real good, y'all. Go check out Pluto TV. Yeah, quit stealing that cable. Okay, on to the next thing, Trey. What you been listening to this week? What's what's like your number one jam? Yo, my number one jam this moving? week is that that Lady Ray song, "Guilty." Yeah, I would ask you to sing it, but it's a little high pitch. Yeah, it's it's out my range. You know what I'm saying? I got you know I can. No, nah, I'm playing. I can't sing, but 
<laughs> in my car, I can. Okay, and, and so, in the shower. Yeah, every time I got every time I got in this this week a couple of times, she definitely got a got a play in the in the whip. How yeah. about you? Who you who you been? She's definitely on my list. I got three. Okay, mm. I've been bouncing in three different songs. So that Lady Ray, Guilty. Yeah, yeah. Chloe good. and Halley's Do It because that one right there just get me in a good mood. Okay, and then Anderson Packs Lockdown. Okay, mm. that one right there, give me in a good. Anderson Pack has a bunch of good hits. Okay, yeah, if good. you ain't heard of Anderson Pack, you just need to log off right now and go get on your computer and listen to some Anderson Pack because yeah, he jams. Good. Yeah. Okay, he's cold. But anyways, all of his music is good. But this song right here, it's a whole vibe. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. I like it. I really do. All right, y'all, go grab your pen. And some paper, because we got some Netflix recommendations for you. You ready? So, this first one, I just seen I seen what it is. This is actually on Amazon Prime. That's right. That's it right. is. Sorry, y'all. We got so many so, apps. It's not even funny. Yeah, you know. But this first one, though, if you do have Amazon Prime, I, I do. I, I recommend it. It's pretty cool. It's called Upload. It really, it puts you in the mind of an episode of Black Mirror. That That is on... Netflix. Netflix, Black yeah. Mirror, Black Mirrors, yeah, and it, they have some pretty wild stuff. But this, it, it puts you in the mind of one of the episodes from there. So basically, you can upload like your consciousness into a system, and you continue to live in a place that they call heaven. So there are people who believe in like heaven, but then there's also people who don't know, and so they rather get sent to the heaven other, the alternative yeah, heaven which again they is just a paradise place that you can still contact with the, the real actual, you right, know the real actual living people so it is still it's pretty interesting because the backstory is the main character he has been killed by someone who is who is trying to keep his invention from going public because it was going to take a whole lot of money out of Society, white yeah, hands. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they don't some rich white people's hands. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just started watching it yesterday. I thought it was gonna be a more serious show, y'all. It has now, some it humor some to it. Yeah, and then he has a guardian angel who monitors his life in he- in the alternative heaven. And she's the customer service rep. Yeah, customer service rep. But yeah. I called her. I mean, that's what they call it too. But but yeah, their relationship is pretty funny. She is. I don't know. I, I just like the contrast. Trying to get, she's trying to get through life. Yeah, she's, like, try, yeah. Learn, you she's know. trying to make it. Yeah. Yeah. She's black. Mm-hmm. So that's another plus for me because I like to see some black folks in some TV shows. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The next show that I've been watching is on Netflix. Sorry, y'all. This one's on Netflix. It's called In the Dark. So a co-worker came in the, what, yesterday and told me about this show. So this show, I'm only on the first episode, so I'll just tell you what I know. On the first episode, this blind lady, I think she's in her 20s, she has a um, guide dog that she walks with. She is a drunk, she smokes, and she sleeps around. Golly. I know, right? She's struggling, y'all. She's really bitter. And she has one friend. He's a 15-year-old black boy. And, you know, they go out and they smoke or, you know, hang out at night or whatever. She Mm -hmm. goes out there to meet him and she wonders where he is. And she stumbles across a body. Well, it turns out to be the little 15-year-old boy. Mm. 
but of course she can't see but because she is blind the rest of her senses you know knew it was her like touch smell you know so she calls the police the police don't believe her because of her you know her history you know what i'm saying you're drunk you know why would we believe you right and the way that she carries herself and so as you can probably guess she is trying to figure out who killed my friend but of course they're like his family is not for her figuring it out so i don't know if the family did i'm trying to figure out what's going on because well they not that the family did it but the, the Are they boy covering was, up something? Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm probably about to tell too much. But yeah, the show looks really good. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Now, on this next one, this is a not so recommendation. <laughs> I don't even know how you say that. Whoever told us to watch that Fatal Affair movie on Netflix with Nia Long and Omar Epps, y'all owe me like two hours of my life back. Oh, my gosh. I did not like it. Did you like it? I did, but you know, oh. it, look, I did. Trey, like the only one on this planet, well, or in in Texas, I'll say. Well, I'm not. I don't know what everybody's saying it on was social just te- media. I mean, it was just like the typical movie. My thing is, I would have rather seen them in a love story than I would have in that movie because it was just, I don't know. It was hard. It was cringeworthy. I mean, look, for me, it was good. I'm not going to I'm actually not going to say it was good, (laughs) but it was interesting to see that they decided to. And that's probably why so many people don't like it is because they decided to go against the grain or normal where it's normally the guy that's doing all the stuff. And they have the woman who did the stuff now. No, that's not what it is. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I didn't like it because I didn't like it. It's the same story we've all heard. No, we haven't. Uh Because they don't have a lot of movies where the woman is. Well, I'm talking about the. Not necessarily the woman, but the whole, like, plot of the thing where somebody wants someone who's married, but they can't have them. And so the the person who's the wanted person is trying to tell them, like, you need to leave. I'm married. I'm happy with my spouse. Go on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the same story. It's it's a. What's that movie? With Beyonce? What? What's that movie with Beyonce? Boy, what I'm about to is that what the name of that was? No, that's not it. <laughs> I can't I don't think know. of it either What's way. That movie with Beyonce and Idris Elba, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, that one, yeah, where she had to kill that, that yeah. um, white lady, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's the well, same thing. I feel like it's the same it's thing, it's not because it was a woman this time. So, look, a lot of people don't like it, a lot of people on social media don't like obsessed. it. Obsessed, oh, obsessed Good with Lord. Beyonce, yeah. yeah. But look, I watched it. It's not hard to please me either, y'all. So take that however you want to take that. Because mm-hmm. I'll give a whole lot of stuff a chance. Mm-hmm. Kiana was probably done. I was done. Yeah. But I, I let it play because I'm like, so many people have been taught. Not that they recommended it, but it was like, ooh, I'm finally watching the Fatal Affair movie on Netflix. This about to be good. See, that's why. That's I know. Why you just got to do See, and that's thing. why I got to stick. Yeah, you're right. Because people told me to watch Hamilton, too. And I still haven't watched it. I'll do it someday. I'll actually watch that. Okay. Even without you, if I have to. No, I feel like I'm going to cut it on. But if it get the... I, I, I walk out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know how I do. Mm-hmm. All right, Q. So basically, I think we're going to end this one with a little 
little humor here. Apparently, she Q went across a <laughs> a meme. What was it? A meme? Yeah, it was like a that. meme. And basically, it was asking if twenty twenty was a song, what would it be? Now, Kiana knows all these songs, so Man. tell us. Man, Tell us what some of these, what was in the comments. I made a little playlist because I, I mean, as soon as I saw the names of some of these, I went and I went and listened to them. Okay. Oh my god. So I wrote down some that I thought y'all might agree were like the anthem for 2020. So one person said "Locked Up" by Akon. Locked up, they won't let me out. Oh wow! No. You got to snap with it. Heck yeah, I got to okay. bounce too. The next one is "I'm Going Down" by Mary J. Blige. I'm going down. No. That's funny. Yeah. That is oh, funny. you probably don't even know these songs. Next one is Song Cry by Jay-Z. I don't know that one. Oh, my. Contagious by I, the Osley Brothers. That's funny. That's <laughs> I cracked funny. up at that one. You're contagious. Touch me, baby. Give me what you got. That's too funny. Coronavirus. <laughs> Next one is... They Don't Care About Us by Michael Jackson. You know what? June, May and June, right in there. That one could have been an anthem. No, really. All I got to say is that they don't really care about us. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So next one is All Falls Down by Kanye West. And I feel like they put that one in there because of what is happening right now with him. With him. Oh, Yeah. 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 The next one is The Battle Is Not Yours, It's The Lord's by Yolanda Adams. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> next up, we got Mask Off. <laughs> Mask Off by Future. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it's it funny is. to it's me. It's just funny. It's funny to me. Uh, next one is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. What's going on? What's going on? Tell me what's... Somebody said they said that to the government. Like, oh, I'm like, like what's they going say on Okay, I government. get it now. I get it. Next, right. the the last one I wrote down here was "All Naw" by Nappy Roots. I don't know that one. Oh my god! Anyways, y'all, I'm I, gonna make Trey put these in the show notes so y'all can go listen to this little playlist because I was jamming before we had to go to this game tonight. Speaking of game, guess who won? And not me. No, we got blew out. I won. Well, that's great. That I won. Great. I was. I'm a sub, y'all, but they won because I was there. Dang. <laughs> okay. I ain't catch no balls. I did hit the ball one time, and I made it to home. It so was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. I had some RBIs and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I did all that, and we lost. It seemed like every time I play, y'all lose. When I don't play, you win. What you trying to say? This is love and basketball, except love and softball. You remember yep. that one scene where? Yep. She was struggling, and so when she actually was on the court, she mm-hmm. was messing up and mm-hmm. losing. And he was thriving. Yep. On the other side. Yep. Yeah. That's that's well, really what's happening. Anyway, that's what it feel like. I'll tell you what happened. I stretched more than you did. I don't know what was going on with your team, but my team plays music. We was over there jamming. Yeah, we need to we need to start. Somebody actually said that last game, and I don't know. I don't mm. know what happened. Put you in the mood. I stay in the mood, so in the mood to win. But the I rest of y'all won. The rest of y'all won. Well, so look, 
it don't matter. I'm there for exercise anyways yeah. and the pad stats. So. Oh, oh, my bad. I didn't even ask you how full your cup was this week. <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought we only did that on uh, Mondays. Well, but I might want to ask today. It's Friday. I mean, well, you know, right now it's great. My cup is full to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost it's almost driven out. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's in my cup today. <laughs> but again, I'm just going to carry on with what I said in the last episode. I won't complain. That's all it that matters. It could definitely be worse, okay? Folks are stressing out over here about this coronavirus. And while I believe and I understand that coronavirus is real and people are dying, mm-hmm. I'm doing my best to keep the faith and not stress out over this, okay? Can't do it. I can't. I, I, I honestly you- cannot because it takes me to a really bad place. I believe that. Yeah. You know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I, I won't be any good for anybody if I get in a bad place because school is about to start. I need to be a role model and have a positive attitude for these kids and these parents who are afraid for their kids and mm-hmm. their well-being. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue to have a positive attitude and I'm not going to complain. That's good. Yeah. Stay in that lane and hit the gas. Yeah. That's how I say with that, y'all, we are going to see y'all on Monday. On Monday. Monday with a new episode. It's going to be crazy. So, anyway, stay tuned for that. Make sure your notifications on wherever you listen to podcasts are on. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you give us five stars and a review. We will really appreciate it. It will help us get this podcast out to everybody that would like to hear it. Sometimes people like would want to hear it, but because they don't know about it, that's right. They don't get a chance. So by you leaving that review, they will get that chance. That's right. And uh, we are going to see y'all on Monday. On Monday. All right. Peace. Bye.